0: today is Sunday September 10, 10 months since I filed for divorce from my husband and I'm still no further along than operating under temporary divorce orders but lots has gone on in our lives in the last few weeks. Today I had my third weekly phone call with my daughter And I always feel so much better after talking to her. Um, A sense of relief comes over me and happiness to hear her voice. I miss her uh, so much. It's really devastating how much I miss her since she's gone away to college. And this week has been especially difficult for me. Um, My daughter has really drastically and suddenly reduced the amount of communication that she's had with me i mean severely reduced the amount of communication and said that she doesn't want to communicate so much but i have insisted on a weekly phone call and i'm talking you know it's a 5 minute phone call hey how are you is everything okay do you have what you need uh how you know how are your classes it's it's very basic it's nothing deep or dramatic or Burdensome. It's just a quick check in phone call. I like to have that every week. I need that. I need that for me. I'm sure she doesn't need it, but um, this week she's really pulled back hard. To me, it feels kind of extreme and um, has been very troubling to me. And um, it's weird. It's like the more she pulls away, the harder I pull her back. And the only thing I can think of to compare it to is like Chinese handcuffs you know um, when you try to pull your hands out it gets harder it gets tighter and that's kind of the way it feels with her it's also difficult because my daughter enjoys a very close relationship with her dad and I'm so glad that she does I, I really am if it were not that way I would be very sad with that said, her relationship with her dad is very close and I'm envious of it. I wish that she and I were that close and I think right now she's kind of swinging away from me. Yesterday, Mike went to a and and they went to lunch and they did some shopping for some things she needed and they went to dinner and hung out and I'm like, wow, I love going out to eat and I love shopping And Mike hates doing both of those activities, but yet she asked him to do that and not me. I think she probably thinks I'm overbearing on shopping trips. I think it's appropriate to try on 80 dresses and 40 pairs of shoes. (laughs) So, and I think our daughter is a lot more like Mike in that they go in, they're laser focused on one thing, and then they get out. Neither of them really like shopping, which I enjoy it very much. I could shop probably as an Olympic sport, (laughs) but anyway, I talked to her tonight and it was very good and it made, it, it put me at ease. It made me feel a lot better after I talked to her, but I'm, I'm really sad about how my daughter and I are not closer. I wish we were closer. I see other moms and daughters hanging out and doing things. And I wish my daughter and I were close like that. My daughter is kind of a loner. She's like her dad. She's pretty quiet and would rather have a nose, her nose in a book than be out. She is just a quiet introvert. And, um, I'm more uh, extroverted and gregarious and I like to be around people and I like to interact and I like, you know, different kinds of music and things like that. And and I think that our daughter enjoys um, observing the differences between herself and me. I mean, really, what young girl wants to be like her mother, really? So it's really not much of a surprise, but a friend of mine recommended to me that I do some research on relationships between mothers and daughters through adolescent teen years. And I finally did that yesterday because I'm, I was literally losing sleep. I mean, tossing and turning over the fact that my daughter and I aren't close and that she's pushing me away and I'm perplexed by it and, um, distressed by it. So anyway, I did some research and psychology today has a number of articles about, um, adolescents and teenagers and their relationships with their parents and how that evolves and changes and how they're trying to make a separation. And the last thing they want is to be perceived as similar to their parents. And I get that. I remember that. I remember thinking my mom was a wacko and not wanting to be anything like her and wanting to exploit all the differences between her and me. And I wanted the world to know that. And in the end, (laughs) my mom and I are not so different. And I think my daughter and I are not so different. But anyway, there's definitely been a palpable pulling back from her. And all I can do is just try to cope with it. I I know in my heart and my head, I've been a good mother. I've been there every minute of every event of every day and supported her and uh, made sure she's had the best of everything, uh, all of her endeavors. And that's all I can do. And at the end of the day, if she doesn't like me or she wants to alienate herself from me, I, I there's nothing I can do. She's an adult now, and she can make choices about who she wants in her life or not. And I hope that I'm not left on the sidelines. I hope that even though we're very different people, that she can still include me in her life. I mean, I'm I you know my imagination runs wild, and I think. Oh, she's not going to invite me to graduation. I won't be invited to her wedding or the birth of her children, you know. That's where my mind goes cuz I'm full of hyperbole and melodrama and <laughs> but I've never done anything to her to deserve being shut out or pushed away and I'm I'm just hoping that where we are today is just a natural normal evolution of where she should be. And my son and I over the last few weeks have kind of gotten back into a groove again of having dinner together every night and doing the dishes and um, I'm trying to stay close with him and for the first time ever, I've begun to listen to him and accept the fact that he really wants to join the military. He wants to be in the Army or the Marines. Actually, he wants to be in the Marines, and he's talking more and more about that. And I think it's not that he's thinking more about it, but he's talking more about it because I've become more accepting of it. He is a tall, strong, smart young man who's healthy, and he needs some direction. He needs some discipline. And you know, maybe the military is what he should do. You know, I can look back and remember when he first started talking to me about joining the military and I was horrified. I could have leaned over and vomited the thought of my son going to the Middle East and engaging in stupid-ass conflicts that have been going on for 2,000 years to think that my son would want to go and give his life for that just made me ill but now i think you know maybe the marines or the army or air force whatever is is something that he should that he should do it there'll be other men who can mentor him and guide him and i, I hate war i hate combat i can't stand any of that but i do understand i don't know if understand is the right word but i get it that a young man would want to Explore that to be a part of something bigger and to be uh, in an organization that's powerful where you are part of that power. He's fascinated with weaponry and with military strategic things and tactics. He's um, just fascinated by all of that. He always has been. For much of his life, I resisted um, letting him play video games with shooting or or have anything that's a gun. You know, you can you can raise your child and refuse to have guns or weapons or even squirt guns or nerf guns or anything in your home and little boys will pick up a hairbrush or a comb or a stick. They will pick up things in the house and in the yard that resemble a gun or that they think does and and they they pretend to play war. They just do. It's weird. I never talked about war or, or, um, anything like that with him growing up or guns or shooting. He just came up with that somehow on his own, maybe through school or friends or TV or cartoons, I guess. I don't know. But anyway, for the first time, I'm actually thinking, okay, you know, if that's really what he wants to do, I I can't stand in his way. I won't stand in his way. If he wants to join the US military, some branch of it, fine. Maybe it could be a great thing. Maybe they'll train him, give him a job, um, send him to school, get, pay his tuition. He's he's a big, strong, healthy young man with 20-20 vision and he's six foot tall and he's, he's extremely smart. If there's anything disappointing about my son, it is um, the wasted potential. He has a lot of wasted potential. I see how much time he wastes playing video games and watching really idiotic cartoons. And I see a lot of wasted potential. And then I see a geometry grade come in uh, as a 50, and I'm like, okay, you just played video games for six hours, why didn't you study your your geometry homework? But that's the mom and me, and um, Mike is always telling me to lighten up on the kids and to stop pressuring them where their grades are concerned, but, I mean, that's my job. My job is not to be their friend. My job is to guide them to lift expectations of them so I guess that's why the kids like him more or they enjoy time with him more because they have fun and they do things and there's not pressure there like, like I put on them but I'm doing the best I can all I can do is, is the best I can do and I'm sure I'm screwing up somehow like all of our parents have screwed up but that's all I can do. So I actually really, really want to finish my divorce. I feel less and less afraid each day. In fact, each day I feel more afraid of not completing the divorce. I need this behind me. I need to know where I stand in the world and I don't know where I stand in the world while I'm in limbo, while I'm straddling between divorced and not divorced. I've got to get this over with. And I am working so damn hard on getting a job. I am working all the time, every day, working my contacts, working LinkedIn, working every job board online you can think of. LinkedIn, Indeed, Glassdoor, Monster, all of those. Um, smart wire, beyond everything, everything I could find. I have been applying and calling people and sending emails and reaching out. I'm trying every single day to get a better job. The rejections are still coming. The rejections. I look at some of these rejections and I go, wow, I cannot believe I'm rejected. This job description was like written based on my resume, I don't even get an interview. I don't even get a call back. I just get a rejection email. But the good news is that um, I talked to the recruiter at Dell on Friday, and they said they're still very interested in me. I'm still on the radar, um, and that they plan to bring me in sometime in the next couple of weeks for the next interview that they probably won't fill the job until early October which I said was perfectly fine with me no rush in fact I'm really not in any rush I am teaching classes at the university until December 15 and I'd really like to see that through I'd I'd really hate to walk away halfway through although I'm willing to I am willing to walk away And uh, I've got to start doing what's right for me and look out for me. And that university has screwed me over. They really have. Um, That's my take on it. They have jerked the rug out from under me a couple of times. And I don't owe them a goddamn thing. I owe them nothing. And if I can find a job, I'm out of there. I may be stuck there till December 15th. December 15th is my last day. I may be stuck there and then I may go on into 2018 with no job. And that's a reality that I face. Um, That's all I can do. But I, I am putting on the full court press on everybody I know for help and for reaching out to get a job. I apply every day. I spend way too much time than I should on the university's time looking for a job if I were me, I i mean, if I were my own employee, I would fire myself <laughs> because I'm spending a lot of time, uh, trying to find a job and I should not be doing that. But what, do, I, I don't have a choice. My boss's boss said, I'm out of there. They're going to replace me. She does not want me on her team. So what can I do except get out? And I have a new boss. She's been my new boss for a couple of weeks. And she's very nice. She's very sweet. She's probably very smart. I don't know her very well. But she has no experience in higher education. She's never worked for a school. I have no idea why they've hired her. She seems completely not qualified. But it doesn't matter. I'm leaving. I will impart to her... As much information as I can, I'll be as helpful as I can. I meet with her every week and I tell her everything she asks and I try to be helpful and tell her what we've done in the past and I collaborate with her. I'm trying to be helpful. I mean, I'm not I'm not out to burn any bridges. I just want to leave and and have a decent reputation there. I've been there 4 4 plus years. There's no reason to uh, not leave on a good note. So, gosh, I'm hopeful. Oh, and I have an interview on Tuesday with um, another public relations firm. So hopefully that'll go somewhere. This was kind of out of the blue. And, you know, if it turns out, great. If not, you know, it's good, it's good practice to keep interviewing. So that's where I'm at today. I, w- I want to get a job and a divorce in 2017, that's what I want to do. That's what I will do. That is what I'm working towards every day.